Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor gives you sports betting tips. I'm your host, Professor Sides, for the latest updates and information. You can follow me on Twitter at Professor Sides. This Major League Baseball episode covers ALDS Game 5, Guardians and Yankees. And hop back on and talk about this game. I already did an episode about this game, but it was scheduled to be played on Monday. But there's a lot of things that have changed. So I want to have a quick episode here and talk about all those different things. Uh, I think there's... Three or four things I really want to talk about that I think will be interesting to you about this game. But in case you're new here, check out the webpage on that banner for a primer of explanation of what we do here. It's there on the screen, www.pickswiththeprofessor.com slash new. Pause if need be. Otherwise, the goal here is to share some information about this game, give you some things to think on, and explain why certain plays are or are not being made. I never recommend blindly tailing or fading any paper. Rather, to hear the justifications and thought processes to make sure you're fully on board with me or against me before investing your hard-earned money. As always, remember that there are no locks in gambling, so what I provide are loves, likes, and leans. It is A, B, and C grades. And to get my confidence level with respect to scaling wagers, however, please understand that good and bad variants will occur. So as much as I'd like to say will be profitable each and every day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler. Uh, yesterday, break even, because no action or anything. Uh, but if you haven't yet, uh, check out the NLCS game one episode i'll put that right here for you to click on if you haven't watched that yet phillies and padres tonight uh otherwise we have this afternoon game here to talk about uh but before we get to it please hit that like button if you're on youtube if you're not yet please consider subscribing or following it's free and if you turn on notifications don't miss any of the college best button will be our college football content that this channel provides we've also got that patreon page if you're looking to get some extra benefits membership starts at just three bucks a month, it gets you the play of the day or plays of the day where I'm going to isolate either my, my favorite of all the A picks or uh, sometimes there's only one A play. And so I know we're all on that. So I'm going to isolate something else that I really like. Also try to give you something extra. There's some good benefits. Uh, and then if there's there's other tiers, if you want some some more things that I've put together to try to provide you all some extra benefit help in your sports betting. Otherwise, we'll get right to it. The line is courtesy of Bet Online. Sign up, link in the show description. Current as of the time of this recording here on Tuesday morning. As a reminder, the price you see on the screen in parentheses, that's the money line price needed for those sides to reach a certain level money line play according to sideline. Going to start off with the scenario that I think is the most likely, what's listed right now, is Aaron Savali going for the Guardians, Nestor Cortez for the Yankees. A couple things to note. First off, uh, I, I tend to bring it up every so often, so maybe you're already familiar with this, but if you're not, um, every time you make a baseball bet on the money line you have options you can hit selected listed opposing or action that's to do with the starting pitcher selected means your guy goes opposing means their guy goes listed means both have to go and action means it doesn't matter who goes you want action on this game generally speaking i tell people nine times out of ten we want to hit selected the only time we want to hit uh action is if we are backing a team with a bad pitcher and we don't really care who goes because it's not about our pitcher. It's about the other team, you know, about our offense or something like that. Um, or if it's a bullpen game, we don't really care which guy starts. We know it's a bullpen game, right? So there's a few times where you're going to want to hit action. Um, you almost never want to hit opposing unless it's really about that guy going, but not yours. It's really rare. Uh, can count probably on one hand the number of times where I thought that's been applicable. Most of them you want to hit selected. You want your guy to go and you don't care if the other guy goes because if the other guy doesn't go, it's usually a downgrade. It's usually a last minute scratch if someone works, right? Uh, this is not that scenario. This is a scenario where if you're backing the Yankees, you actually are going to want to hit listed in this one because you want Savali to go because if it's Bieber, you've lost a lot of value here because the line's going to drop. 
25-ish cents, 15, 35 cents. I'm not really sure. Somewhere in that ballpark if it goes to Bieber. And then you can just re-enter the market at a better price or you just don't want to have action on it because the price you've paid on the Yankees is going to be way too much. So if you're on the Yankees, think about that here with how you're making your wager because you do want Savali to go. He is the weaker pitcher. I'm going to start with the Yankee side of this with Nestor Cortez because uh, I broke down this game with Talion. But to be honest, Cortez on three days rest is not better than Talion, in my opinion. I don't think he's worse either. I think it's pretty much a wash. Uh, Cortez is a better pitcher, absolutely. But there is an effect to going on three days rest. We know this historically. We have enough data. It's been analyzed ad nauseum. And, and I can tell you it's it's similar to the effect of what happens when you get deeper into the ballgame and you're throwing your 80th pitch, your 100th pitch, your 110th pitch, et cetera. It's not that velocity won't be there. His velocity will be there today, 100%. It's just things are just enough off that your location tends to falter. We occasionally do see pitchers pitch well on three days rest. So I'm not going to say every pitcher on three days rest pitches poorly. That's wrong. But on average, pitchers get 10 to 20% worse on three days rest. Their ERA, their expected ERA, their FIP, their strikeout rate, their walk rate, their hit rate, everything, <clears throat> everything gets just a little bit worse on three days rest. And Cortez is good, but as I mentioned before, his underlying metrics suggest he's not great. Um, good, not great. And good pitchers on three days rest take a little bit of a ding and turn into solid pitchers. And that's exactly what Tyon is. So I think sidelines move this number about five cents going from Tyon to Cortez on three days rest. They go a lot more if it was Cortez on four days rest, right? So that's why there's not really much of a change in this number for me from before. So my handicap on the game, if it is Cortez and Savali, is mostly the same. But, and I wanted to hop on it and, and say that because otherwise I feel like you might be questioning or curious, right? And I was just saying, it's about the same. I'm still, in the, the price hasn't changed too much. It changed a little bit. I'm still in the Guardians. I'm going to take them as uh, a B-grade run line pick. The price right now is minus 160. On that run line, I, same thing I said before, split between run line and money line. I think money line's a solid investment, as you can see on screen there. Plus 141 gets us in the door for that Guardians play being profitable, being a solid B-grade pick. The current price is plus 146. Solid, but not good enough to get to an A-grade. Last night, I saw it get to about plus 150. I've not seen anything that gets to an A-grade in the Guardians. Maybe it was there for a hot second at a, at a book or two, but but it wasn't very long. So for right now, I think the Guardians are a good B-grade play. Run, run line, money line, I think it's kind of personal preference. I'm going to go with the uh, run line. I always think there's a little bit of extra value on the run line with the road team. You have a little bit extra advantage. It's just a personal preference. I don't think it's anything magical. It's just I like if you like money line, go money line. I think there's some value there. We just have to understand the Guardians are less than 50% likely to win this game, uh, according to sideline to be 42%. But if you win this 42% of the time at plus 146, which is again the current price, you're making money. So it, it's just personal preference how you want to play. I think the Guardians are the side to be on here. Not really much of a change because I think Cortez on three days rest isn't really that exciting. Um, total in this one's gone up a little bit. Weather's looking nice. Wind's starting to look like it's going to be pretty strong, closer to 10 miles an hour um, here as this morning versus last night's look at it. And I've got that total at 7.3. The current total is 7. I, I To me, seven's a pass, I think, at this point. If it gets to 7 and a half, I kind of think the same thing. If we see any six and a halves drop back in, I think I'd go under, I think I'd go over six and a half. Last night, six and a half was a little bit scary because the weather was looking like it wasn't going to be quite a strong a wind. So I was kind of saying, didn't really like the over six and a half. Now it's up to seven. Now I don't, it, it's the way I would go. I would go over seven if I had to play it. Uh, but right now, I just don't love 
messing with a seven given that sideline says 7.3. So that's my handicap. If Savali pitches, if it's Bieber, the price changes a little bit. First off, that totals drop from 7.3 to 6.9. It's about four tenths of a run. And so that's going to uh, affect how you view the total. It's also going to affect how you view the side. I've got this going from with Savali. I've got Yankees minus 138 to Bieber. I've got Yankees minus 114. In this case, it's a 24 cent difference. Note, though, that it's not that Bieber comes in and it's 24 cents. Bieber comes in and it's more about a probability adjustment. And that probability adjustment affects the price different based off of where the price lies, right? This probability adjustment up in the 200s would be probably more like 50 cents, right? And if it was closer to even money, it'd actually be more like 18 cents. So you can't just say it's worth a certain price because it's because that's not the way the world works. The world works in terms of probability, and then we just adjust the probability to price. So it's kind of just an interesting nugget there if you care about that. If not, that's fine, that's fine too. It doesn't really matter. My price with Bieber would be Yankees minus 114, and you can see on screen there. So if this doesn't out, you come back. You can find this spot right here, um, nine-minute mark or so with this video, and you can say here's what the prices are needed uh, for either side. I can't speculate on that because if, if it is Bieber, I don't know what the numbers will be here but obviously i think the guardian's much closer to 50 50 on this one and a little bit low over total if bieber goes so again just to recap here the things i want to talk about first off if you're backing the guardians as i am with savali then you don't really want to you don't want to hit listed because you don't want to have to care right you, you you want action on this game because if um bieber does go things have gone in, in our favor so if you're on the guardians um Opposing us wouldn't matter. You don't really care if Cortez goes or Tyon goes. It's probably the same. Really, you just want action. Okay, so if you're on the Guardians right now, it's all you want action. If you're on the Yankees and Savali is still there, you want listed because if it switches to Bieber, the price is going to change. That's the first thing. Second thing, again, overall handicap doesn't really change much from what I had before. I still think Guardians is the right side. Not an A-grade play like the first games of the series were. We're going to be profiting on that, splitting two and two uh, on those plus odds. Money line plays one of us a run line, but it doesn't really matter. I mean, we, we got the plus odds on the money line two winners, so we've been profitable with the Guardians here. I still like the Guardians, just don't like them as much as I like them in games one through four. And the last thing here are the prices for if it does happen to be Bieber. Applying the same penalty to Bieber as I am to Cortez. So Bieber, this is not full strength Bieber on this. So in this case, if it's Bieber Cortez, both pitchers get a drawback. So it kind of works out where if both end up going on three days rest, that the um price doesn't really move that much. The probability stays about the same of who's going to win. The only thing that's really affected on that penalty is the total shot up a little bit more. If I wasn't applying the penalty for these two pitchers, the total for this, I'd be very comfortable saying should be 6.5 rather than 6.9. So just the thing to keep in mind, if we end up with a bunch of pitchers on three days rest, that that it just opens itself up to less, uh, more likelihood to have struggling pitchers. Last thing to note here before we sign off, there's rumor of Savali maybe starting and Bieber going middle innings. I don't think that means anything really. I'm not saying that's a good thing or a bad thing. The Guardians bullpen is legit good. Uh, I've mentioned that before, so you you know how I feel about that. You know how the model feels about that. You probably can agree with that. Just like everyone knows, right? The Guardians bullpen's going. I'm not breaking news here. Bieber coming in on short rest to go innings, say four through six doesn't really help them. It doesn't really hurt them either. Um, I just, they got so many good relievers that the only scenario where Bieber coming in a pin really would help would be potentially if uh, Savali really struggles in the first inning and, you know, gets out with, you know, one run leaves the bases loaded second inning 
struggles again, you know, gets up to the top of the lineup, right? Let's say Judge is hitting two hole again, gets up to the top of the lineup, gets the last guy out. You know, it's two innings, one run, but a lot of pitch, a lot of struggling. And they say, we'll bring Bieber into the third inning. Now, maybe that benefits a little bit because otherwise it's kind of hard to find seven innings from your relievers. So there's a situation like that where it maybe helps a little bit. It's, it's probably rounding air. I mean, the probability that that happens and the probability Bieber comes in and is an upgrade maybe worth a couple cents might give you a little bit of extra confidence in the guardians. It might be a thing where if you go back to that first line I had, and I said plus plus one fifty three is what's needed for an A grade, maybe you lower that to plus one fifty um, because he could help there. Whereas the opposite situation for the Yankees, you know, if Cortez struggles being on short rest, they bring tie on in is less of a help. It, it like, it helps the Yankees out a little bit, but also their bullpen wasn't as good to start with. So it, it all kind of, again, it probably helps them a little bit, but just not a lot. So all that to say, there's a lot of things we can talk about that sound good, but from an a priori standpoint here, before anything happens and we know what's going to happen, um, a lot of these don't really affect much, right? What we, what we can talk about is a starting pitcher and how that's going to affect things, but then the speculation about what reliever comes in on short rest, starters and relievers' roles, it could help, it could hurt, but it's not really a thing where I, I – I'm trying to, to get to think about and trying to impart my my opinion, which is um, seeing this all, looking at this data, right? It, it's not something that that's going to move the needle. It might, in retrospect, be the, the game changer. And the game goes extra innings and getting, you know, Bieber in the 11th inning might be helpful, right? These are all these wild scenarios. Ahead of time, we have no idea if that's going to matter. So ahead of time, I don't think that should really play a part in your handicap. It might play a part in your live betting if you're doing that based off how things play out. But ahead of time, I don't think this Bieber in relief or now they've got tie on in relief. I don't really think that does much changes much. I think you can kind of just hand, handicap this as whoever the starter is, whether it's Bieber on short rest or Savali versus a short rest Cortez is kind of the way I would analyze it as opposed to if it was a situation where you got Bieber on short rest and a bad guardians bullpen. Now that would really matter if he's going to pitch a relief, but the guardians pen is so good. I'm not sure that means too much. So that's all I have for you today. Hopefully, that was some good information for you to prep you for ALDS Game 5 Guardians Yankees. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Picture the Professor. Don't forget to subscribe so you can ensure all the sports betting content we've run on this channel is dropped right to your feed. I will see you again tomorrow. College football content, more baseball championship series picks. Until then, as always, best of luck. And remember, you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money. <laughs>